Hey everybody, it's Lou Zan and welcome back to Major Crush Season 2. Um, I am pumped up today, Meredith. Yes. I, uh, here we're at 750 Wines, which is one of the coolest experiences of tastings I've ever experienced in the Valley. It's such, I mean, I had the pleasure of doing one of those tastings and we'll dive into this a little more, but it's such a unique and special and personalized experience. We have the pleasure today of being able to sit down and talk with Monica Stevens, co-owner of 750 Wines here in St. Helena uh, with her husband David and they're also the co-founder of Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch which mm -hmm. I can't say enough about and we're going to definitely dive into that as Gunner comes over to say hi. Gunner is their special dog. So Monica, thank you so much for being here today and taking the time to share your story and a little bit about 750 and Jameson. Um, but how did, let's start with what brought you out to Napa? Cause we know you're not from, you're not from Napa. Like most of us, yeah. something brings us here. That's true. And thank you both. I'm still blushing. You guys are so kind. Your praise of All our true. shop. Thank you. All true. Well, you know, Mr. Mandavi, Really? Yeah. Brought me here. And you're going to hear that. You hear that story all the time, you know. The king. The king. You know, what would he died in 07? He would be 105, I think, this year. Yeah. And I had the pleasure, I'm from Chicago, I had oh. the pleasure of working with him and his family, Tim and Michael, back oh. in the day. And I would do, I'd come in to New York and Boston, California, and do these like little fun things with those guys with Robert oh. and Tim and Michael. What and were you doing at that time? Public relations. PR. Thank you. Okay, for good. Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> what, what exactly? you had a bottle of wine with them? <laughs> right. uh, what exactly? Well, everybody can do that. Yeah. yeah. But when I met Mr. Mandavi, and I always call Mr. Mandavi out of respect, I had, I said, I have to live where he is because he was just wow. this light. Now, People are my thing, my jam. Like, I love people, and I believe me, I love wine. But the essence of Napa Valley is about its people, mm -hmm. and the wine is second, right? You got people love the winemakers, they love the vintners, they love the farmers. That drew me. I was like a moth to a light with uh -huh. Robert Mandavi. Yeah. So when I met him and had lunch with him in 2006 in January, I was a I was a consultant. I said to myself, I will be out here in six months. You did? And to the date, I landed, I say my spaceship landed July 1st of 2006. Wow. Yeah, and I, uh, wow. uh, I was just so dying to get into the wine industry. And I'm from Chicago, big family, they're all still there. They all, I think, one day think I'm coming back. Yeah, <laughs> Chicagoans don't. Yeah, they don't, they don't leave. The yeah. California is my is my my state, my love, and so landing here, I started to get the real essence of Napa Valley and Sonoma. We're very connected, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. they're one to me, one big valley. It's the wine country. It is the wine country, yeah. and we all love each other, and we play off of each other. There, Sonoma's great for Chardons and Pinots and Zins, and we're, uh, you know. Bordeaux varietals. So I got here and I started at the Poetry Inn. I was an innkeeper. And beautiful. I, beautiful property. What a property. Place. And Poetry everybody Inn. wanted my business. Everyone wanted me to send people to their wineries. So I kind of had carte blanche and I started going to, to date, I've been to 420 wineries. I, I think 
That's got to be a record of... It's nuts. I, can't. I, I was on... I, I thought I hit a, I yeah. hit a lot. You know? I, Lou, I think you've hit a lot, but I think... You and I together, Monica's we've done you. it all. You know what's interesting, Beat. Monica, though? I'm probably in the Valley every week, or, you know, not... But pretty close to every week. And I don't believe there's been a week that's gone by in my life that I haven't heard or learned about one or two wineries that I had mm -hmm. never so heard true. of. Isn't it true? So Isn't true. that weird? That's yes. I and that and that's the beauty of seven fifties. We keep track of all those labels. I yeah. don't know how you do that, but it's, yeah. it's your job. It's, it's, it's my job. Yeah. Is David the one that's going out and sourcing? No, they come to us now. Oh, nice. So David, thank you for bringing him up because he's really. I mean, I ride on his coattails every day. The man oh. has been doing this for thirty years. He's a legend here, oh. and he is probably one of the best pilots in you the guys valley. We are a great team. We yeah, are a great team because he likes the back end stuff, and I like the front stuff. Yeah, that's a perfect, perfect duo. Yeah, thank you. And he, um, he is so respected here that people want their wine in our shop. Mm -hmm. So every week we see four to five past and new vintners and winemakers. Well, that brings wow. us to a good point, Meredith. Like. You have a unique, very unique, as far as experience, ta tasting experiences, yeah. and uh, we've been dancing around it. But it, basically, what happens is uh, wineries will source you, and, yeah. and vice versa. You know, yep. when Dave runs into usually Dave and you run into wineries, um, you know, one of the struggles we just recently saw some statistics out of about ten thousand wineries in America. Only four percent you'll ever see on the shelves at a Safeway or a Bebmo, and Is that, that right? means ninety-six percent wow. of wineries really are struggling to get their message out. Mm -hmm. And so you're a tremendous marketing uh, agent. Marketing agent. Yeah. And how did that start? Like, how did you get this idea? Okay, so it goes back to Poetry Inn. Poetry Inn has five bedrooms. Obviously, a couple. So, this table can seat ten people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My whole goal was take the love, the experience of wine tasting up as many notches because Poetry Inn, what you receive there is an experience unparalleled in Napa Valley. Is it really? So I decided, okay, when I left there, David and I started this. I'm like, David, we have to take the tasting experience up. So you all know how this works, but just for the audience, mm -hmm. you call us up. You want to come in? I send you a questionnaire. It's mm -hmm. ten questions. That's right. I've, yes. I've I make it very it. specific yeah. to and curated. What kind of music do you yes. like? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What kind of animals do you have? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's all about making sure that people feel like you've paid attention to them. And it's not about what we're pouring that, that day. It's like Meredith, what are you and David drinking these days? You mm -hmm. know, I want to know. And if you have a group of ten. I want to know what everyone's drinking. I want everyone to feel, even if you're drinking beer, secretly we have beer in the back of and pour a little beer for people. <laughs> I see, but that's, you're about giving people exactly what they want and having the experience and making, making them, them feel, feel like great. whatever it is they want, it doesn't matter what they want because you also represent all price points, you know, versus if you're a collector or you're just a, a newbie to wine. You know what freaks me out, Meredith? How many times you and I will be chatting and I'll bring up like a cool wine, you know, that I just heard about. You go, yeah, Lou, I had that at 750. <laughs> I know, sorry to disappoint it's you. It's crazy, man. So 
you talked a little bit about how you started 750, but some of that and starting those connections or building that those connections and those, um, I know you have really, you're very connected in the community, but also have strong bonds with a lot of people here who adore you. Um, but started with your, when you had your own concierge, concierge business called All Access Napa Valley. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and that was, uh, interesting. So when we, I came off of poetry and I started All Access Napa Valley because I love taking care of people. And yes. so I left poetry where I was taking care of people nonstop. And before we opened this, okay. I had a year of Monica 100% doing high-end concierge services. And it easily parlayed into into 750 wines. Yeah. So what I do now because of my crazy life with we're going to get into the rescue, yes. is I, for our top 100 clients, I will do their itineraries when they come into oh, town wow. because okay. I really love it and I miss it. I miss taking care of people in that regard. And you, you guys understand it. You want people to have a great experience here so yeah. they come back. Right. You want right? them to, you, I feel like I want people to feel the way I do about Wine country. Exactly. I f when I'm here, I feel so alive and everything's so special, and I, I don't want to leave, and I want everyone else to get those special experiences or that That's moment how I of feel. sitting with a winemaker and having that wow moment. Mm -hmm. Besties from there on out, right? Yes. The connection, Absolutely. all those relationships. Yeah. I want them to have that, our yeah. guests. So, yes, yeah, so I still do that on the side. It's kind of fun. And you're, like you're amazing at that. Tell us about David. Oh my gosh. So he's from North Dakota, mine at North Dakota. Well, that's a big wine country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure is. People say, David, why did you leave North Dakota? He said, do I need a reason? <laughs> Cold? Yeah. Isn't that obvious? Yes. Is that a dumb question? So he and his brother, and plus they didn't fit in, they had like hippie hair. It was like down to their shoulders and their family was very conservative. So they got in their, you know, crazy car, drove down to San Francisco and settled in San Francisco 30 years ago. Okay. David came up here 25 years ago, fell in love with Napa Valley, worked at Trevinia as the wine merchant there. And okay. they, used to have a, they used to have a wine shop and oh, okay. he curated all their lists. He loved it. Then he moved on to, a, he and a, a, his a friend then opened another wine shop here and then he got out of that uh, 10 years ago. We're celebrating our 10 years. Are you really? 750 oh, wines this year. I just thought about yeah. that. Oh my gosh, Thank you. that's awesome. Decades. Yeah, and so David is heart, rock and roll, first yeah, and he foremost. Yeah, he's in a band, right? Yeah, it's Do called Wrist Rocket. They yeah. They plays, I know, sometimes at the Wine Wine-a-Palooza. And they just played for Premier Napa Valley. Oh, wow. So okay. it's guys in the, the wine industry, and that, that's his first love is rock and roll. Second is and pretty much equal as wine. So he's the wine guy. Great palate, educator. If people, if you're launching your brand, Lou, one day you'll have a brand, you would come to David for advice and say, what should I price it at? Oh, you know, what's I the market? You. It's really great. So he gives. Yeah, he's like a, the original negociation <laughs> in Bordeaux. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. and here in yeah. wine country, and um, and he loves animals. So well, you're a perfect match. Yeah, you guys how, are a good match. Can That's I ask nice. how you guys met? Because I don't know if I know. I that can. Story. It's over wine. So I'm at the poetry inn, and I get this call. No, these. I'm at the poetry inn at 10 p.m. and these guests walk in the door, and they said, "Oh my God, we just ate at press. We had hourglass." 2003 
we need to get that wine. <laughs> and I've been at I've been in Napa for 28 days, and I'm like, uh, by tomorrow morning when you wake up, I'll know where that wine is because yes. I want to find out. Yes. So. I knew one person in Napa Valley outside of the Mandavi family, and I called him up and he said, oh my God, David Stevens, he's the only person in town that would have that wine. You give him a call tomorrow and he'll hook you up. I'm calling, I'm calling, I'm like, when is he in the shop? So he finally <laughs> picked up. He said, Monica, I would love, I'll drop the wine off. I, I go buy poetry in twice a day. I've always wanted to see what's going on up there. So he walked in and you know, I'm from Chicago, you know, guys are like, snazzy and he walked in he was all snazzed out and I thought oh okay he's <laughs> looking pretty good so anyway we started dating and as they say the rest is history oh, but he delivered true. the hourglass he came to the rescue with the wine the you needed <laughs> then you said 10 years you've had 750 yeah. hands, and you I it's hard to explain the space it, it, it could like be an Tribeca, art gallery right oh. loft in Tribeca is what I say yeah. high yeah, ceilings concrete walls um yes very, people say are you selling art here well it's of course art and wine they go they together go perfectly together and you do have some beautiful pieces of art in here with yeah some beautiful wines that you're highlighting and the local artist richard von saul does he does the table and the um oh, wow. the desk and then we have a local artist uh, leila Fanucci, who does the paintings so gosh you know napa valley has food wine and art handled mm. Um, yeah, great space. It has been it has been the place for lots of big parties. We just hosted 270 people here for premiere yeah, to come to see 20 winemakers. I, know. I was almost here to be able to go to that. I missed it by just a few days. <laughs> it yeah. So we get to do big events like that, and then we get to do these beautiful little tastings. I've even hosted one person. See, up to so, 10 that's sure so special yeah and just like she said I know when I was able and fortunate to have the experience when I first met Monica to come to the experience exactly what she said you know I filled out a form told her the things we liked we didn't like you know price so points fun. music all of the things she just said and we came sat week I think we were so well and she has, she has a sign that's like welcome David and Meredith and then there's you know eight glasses already <laughs> laid out for us and David and her we're going to taste eight glasses. We love this already. <laughs> and it was... Looks pretty, doesn't it, when you walk in? Yeah, and it's kind of what, what I love. It's sort of part of us creating this podcast. You know, we seek smaller wineries, less known to get to interview and get their stories out. That's what you're doing because I walked in oh, and I learned about I'm a storyteller. several wines yeah. I'd never heard of and walked away. I had a few, like, wow moments in that tasting of yeah, where do you names I, I mean, never had heard of. And and it's so unique. I mean, I don't think you, Thank you. pour the same seven wines yeah. every time. Like, how do you do it? Give us your, your well, like, you MO. Know, they're yeah. tasting coming in today. They've been here multiple times, so I have to like, you know, go in the back, a little witchcraft, find out like things that are new and different. But it's really about assessing the two main things that I want to know is what varietals do you enjoy mm -hmm. and what's the price point that you want to spend on wine. Dial it in. Because if you love wine and you don't want to spend more than $100, I'm not going to put wine that costs more than $100 right. on the table. It's not fair, right? Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Then you walk out disappointed. And that's the way it goes. And varietal, like, and people change. 
Mm-hmm. You're, you know, all of our our palettes change. They really do. So we can start loving Pinot Noir, and we might move to Grenache or Cabernet Franc. So mm-hmm. it's been pretty exciting. And I have to tell you, the two varietals that are making a comeback: Grenache and Cabernet yes. Franc. It's Isn't so that funny amazing? About that. We've been just we've been talking we've about been it. Talking really? I know my clients. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yes. Um, they seem to be moving away from the big jammy cab, a little softer. Yeah. Of course, and Meredith and I have. I mean, we've gone yeah, a lot that direction. Yeah. We, we like we like everything, but and I say Grenache is a great chicks wine because you know what? Women come often with their guys. They don't like the big cabs, the guys do, and they want something like every day. And I just say, girl, I got your back. You know, yeah. I got some Grenache for you. And then the guys go, what is she drinking? And oh, I'm gonna try that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I love that. It's so you so um, ironic that she mentioned Grenache and cop It is. So Monica, we're here at the table, and I'm glancing over at your at your. Uh, wines for the next taste. Are there some wines that you're particularly crushing on these days? Well, I have a, a big love for Russell Bevan and Victoria DiCrincenzo Bevan, and we all know who he is, and we don't have to say too much about him, but his wines are big and flavorful like his spirit. So that's one I always have on the table if I can. And then the Band of Vintners, six guys in the wine industry, MSs, guy in import for winemakers, $35, $38 cab from Napa Valley. Really? Band of Vintners. Band of Vintners, and all day long, gorgeous wine. Love that for those people that want their everyday drinker. Yeah. Then, um, Helen Keplinger makes beautiful wines for the golfer Christy Kerr. And oh, she, wow. this particular oh. wine curvature, she donates a big chunk of her profits to breast cancer. Well, you gotta love that. So we'll put those uh, wines in our uh, show notes, so you guys can look at them. And then a a new cab is D'Alessio, lovely couple, big Jameson supporters, and they make Philippe makes. um, Philippe Malco makes that wine. It's a beautiful. You know, it's gonna be delicious. Delicious, and it's one of the newest uh, Philippe projects out, D'Alessio. Okay. Yep. So those are, those are, if we had more time, I'd tell you more of my crushes, but that's I know. Right I mean, you probably, you, I'm looking I can keep going. yourselves here. You have lots of crushes. <laughs> I have lots of crushes. Yeah. Which I understand are some maybe you flirt with some. Yeah. Very flirty. Yeah. Well, you mentioned, um, when you talked about the D'Alessio's, yes. the wine, that they're big supporters of Jameson. Yeah. So let's dive into this because that's. I fell in love with Monica when I first met her just talking wine, but then when I found out she was also an animal person and had, they started a rescue. So Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch, it started about... 2014. 2014, and I know just last year one of your big visions came to be by actually opening up the ranch. Yeah. But let's start, I mean, you have a passion for animals, obvious, right. but tell them about Jameson, how that began, because that's just to take on like, okay, we're going to open up a big <laughs> shelter and start rescuing animals doesn't happen overnight, or maybe it does. Well, so just a funny story, when I was yeah. back in the day living in Chicago, there was these little brats in the neighborhood that used to like step on ants and this mean to animals and I used to like beat them all up (laughs) and I just carried that forward saying I feel like the protector of animals so Jameson Mm -hmm. Animal Rescue Ranch is dedicated to big impact work with spay neuter disaster preparedness but 
we help all domestic animals. That's mm -hmm. what is interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. cows. A lot of rescues. You hear a lot about dog and cat. Right. But um, you, well, you got challenged during the fires. Didn't yeah, you? and and the the notion that you know dogs and cats definitely need it, but so do bunnies chickens, pigeons, mm -hmm. cows. So if you guys are all to come out to the ranch today, there's mm -hmm. 70 animals out there waiting to meet you. And two of them were from the Kincaid Fires, two ponies we just took in. Mm -hmm. So we have 11 horses now. The goal is to adopt all those we can and then give a beautiful resting spot to those. This is their last stop. But the bigger goal is to educate people on how do you take better care of your animals? Yeah. How, do you, how do we as a society understand that these creatures are very important, that they all need to be treated with respect. I mean, I, one of the things I know that you often say that I think speaks really well is that your organization is more, it's about the animals, but even more, but it's about fostering harmony between animals, humans, and the planet. And the planet. And I just, I think it's that, connect, we're all connected, not just as humans, Inextricably. but as animals, to yeah. things everywhere, and I just think that's so, I agree. such an important message. But your farm, I mean, I had the opportunity, I guess it was this past summer, so yeah. it's been a while, and you, you only, you had a couple pigs then, a couple horses. Yeah. Um, Seven pigs You had the cat house still. Yes. But. We just opened the senior catio. For, <laughs> for the seniors. <laughs> yeah, because there, it's the senior living center. I love They oh. wake up every morning, and their breakfast is out. I mean, it really is like a senior living center for cats. That's what Isn't it that is. Crazy? And they are here because they were surrendered to our local shelter. Someone okay. just didn't think that they were worthy, and we think they're more than worthy. So, uh, that's, so that's just one of the things. And I have to tell you, it, um, we love that every day at the ranch because we're taking care of these little creatures, but they're taking care of us, yeah. to your point. Mm -hmm. you know. And the planet, talk about the fires going on, and we, oh, we talk about the fires going on in Australia, obviously yes. here too. Yes. But the climate change is finally hitting home with people. It's happening, mm -hmm. so the planet plays a big role in what we're doing too. I am the bunny. Yes, you are. Warrior princess. The bunny warrior princess. I love it. Now, if people want to hear, read, or or learn more about Jameson Ranch, what's the website? It's spell. It's a long one, so hold on. Jameson J A M E S O N Animal Rescue Ranch. Dot org. And we'll put that on we're our a 501c3. show notes. But yeah. Yeah, and, and Jameson's, that's a, is a uh, different spelling. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you do offer, you've talked about, I know you have, you have the spray and neuter clinics. You have, um, like you said, disaster preparedness, education. One of my favorite programs that really touched me is you have the senior program, adult senior program. Yeah. And I just think this is so special because, as we know, loneliness is such a impact for people is. loneliness is like the second is second or i'm sorry is worse than obesity in our life expectancy yeah. and so talk about you have a connecting older animals with older people so it's called the senior citizen pet wellness program so often seniors that are low income they don't have the capacity to take care of an animal. So, and um, they, uh, we, we support them. We pay for the food, we pay for the vet bills, we pay for grooming, we pay for flea medicine. So it, it enables them to have a pet where 
They'd be sitting it's in so their place all by themselves. Yeah. And it gives And that's the only purpose. reason they get up in the morning is yeah, it gives them purpose. take Fido they have out. To take care of Great they have point. to. Great point. And they get to purpose. socialize with their other friends in the community that have pets. That is one of our hallmark. That's one of our pillar programs. That one I just remember when you had taught and I had hoped I was going to be able to get involved with that before we moved was I just for whatever reason it just you really will one day me. yes Meredith yeah when we're back and it's Andy Beckstoffer's favorite program in Is our it? Mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. okay so let's talk about the big charity event that you do to help raise funds for Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch or JAR for short as we can refer to it but Winapalooza which we've been fortunate to be a part of for the last couple of years and it and let me say that Winapalooza and it was just recently recognized in Wine Spectator as one of the largest uh, wine auctions yeah. raising some of the most Top money ten for in charity. The nation. And that's that's pretty big Top to get ten, recognized. Wine auctions in the United States. Oh, wine Palooza. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'm from Chicago. We've all heard of Lollapalooza. Yeah. So I just. Yeah. Snip the end. And then one of our winemakers said, "Monica, you're calling it Wine Palooza. Why don't you say Palooza?" Genius. Genius. Yeah. Done. So Wine Apollo's our seventh annual. This is so amazing. Happening July twenty-fifth. Forty-five of our dearest friends, vintners and winemakers will be pouring. Mad Fritz, the beer guy, will be there. Let me, yeah. And we have this Fritz Hatton is our auctioneer, but our goal is to raise awareness for the cause. We're actually gonna be implementing kind of some forward thinking things about the environment and about climate change this year. And then we have our uh, dinner, mm -hmm. seat, seated dinner, and then our uh, big live auction, which has, okay, we can't, should we talk about the, we, we'll talk about that another time, but there's some great lots happening. I mean, you, she gets some things you can't find yeah. otherwise. Jeannie Phillips, the founder of Screaming Eagle, is going to be donating three three liters from her cellar. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Ooh. Ooh, and 15 three liters from Beckstoffer Vineyards, signed Ooh. by the Vintners. Yeah. Andy and Betty Beckstoffer, it's at the Beckstoffer Farm Center. They're celebrating 50 years of farming this oh, year. Wow. How coincidental. Oh, the best. That's the best. The best. I just got chills, and he's going to he's going to be the grand master that Is night. You, and we have a pet parade too, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, she's just teasing some of the special yeah. things. I mean, and not to mention, I mean, I don't know when we went last year, the wines being poured for the evening oh, are yeah. usually the best. <laughs> you know, you go to a lot of charity events and you never go in with high expectations of what the wine will be because it's a charity event and, you know, budgets. This is a different kind of, because the people of Napa really come out to support this. The vintners really support the animals and their relationship to the to life and wine. And so they really give to make this super oh special. You know, you go back to the relationship that we built with 750, it, it's the people. Mm -hmm. So there is this big love in the room that night for the animals and it is because oh, of the I felt circle it for sure it's the circle right it's the it's the vintners and it's david and i and the animals and at the end of the day those vintners know what we did in 2017 like they know that jameson's here to protect the valley and their animals so mm -hmm, yeah. it's pretty special yeah. i'd like you to talk a little bit about 
the you know the disaster of 2017 when we had those fires you guys had to really boots on the ground help out you know we listen when we started in 2014 we have had a major <coughs> fire since 2015 starting in Lake County so you know we every year there's been a fire yeah. campfire um, last year the Kincaid fire our fire in 17 16 Lake County anyway we have galvanized as a county all the animal people and we have a huge plan so we're able to help not only our own yeah. but five surrounding counties you're not just helping right here you're no you can all over yeah animals don't know a zip code you can't right. you have to be ready so the vintners in 2017 people were asking where do we donate multiple vintners gave our website out and said you're talking about animal relief you give your money to Jameson because they're going to take care of it and they're going to help mm -hmm. others. We took in so much money and literally gave it all out to people in need. It oh, was terrific. It was a, a, as you'll hear, it was a very challenging time, but it was a very special time. Mm -hmm. yeah. You see the really great in everybody. Yeah. It was, that was the that's, magic. And that's the wine country no. you know, that you in and a I nutshell. coming out here have heard about. Right. And, when we and why we the, stay. Yeah. And it's when we sit with these guys that have been here their whole lives and you hear the stories. It was built on community. Mm -hmm. You know, it really was. People helping people, and and I love what you're doing. And my goodness, James. So it's a circle, right? Yeah. Just connected. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of the folks who come to Winepalooza, Meredith, as you know, they're from all over the United mm -hmm. States. Yeah. What draws them in for wine connects them through animals. So wine is the reason they yes. started coming. Yes. Like, oh my God, animals, Napa Valley. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It, it's a magical place, isn't it? it just wine shows country. The power, like wine has a connection yes. to everything, and the magic and power and mystery of wine brings people together to even support amazing causes. At that level, we wouldn't be who we are. Jameson wouldn't be what it is today without the wine industry. As I'm sitting here looking at Gunnar cozy in his bed over there, and one of I'm a huge. I mean, I miss my dog when I'm away from home. My husband a little bit, but mainly are my dog. So <laughs> I, um, I think it's one of the things, again, I think that's really special about Jameson is your take on when you have dogs that you rescue. In our program. In your program. Yeah. How, how you handle that. Yeah, Meredith, it, it pains me for a dog to be in. We don't call it a kennel. We call it an enclosure. Yes. Because there's okay. no chain link anywhere. But it pains me that they are not with people. Mm -hmm. And so most of our dogs are in foster. And we'll have a couple at the ranch while we're looking for a foster for them. Mm -hmm. But the goal is... Like every dog should be in a home. Oh, Cats so are different. They love the catio. Yeah. Fine, but dogs, yeah, dogs. they need to be on a sofa or in a bed. That's the reason they're called man's best friend. Man's they best want friend. their connection. Yeah. It's really about a good match when you're trying, when a, a family or a couple or a person's trying to find their special dog, mm -hmm. your special cat. You, you, it has got to be about their energy. Is they, you know, sometimes people have a look they're looking for. Mm -hmm. It has to be about the connection. The connection. So it takes time to find, to me, to find the right connection and the right match mm -hmm. with dogs and their people, their yeah. guardians. Yeah. And you can kind of take that connection that how people connect with dogs 
it's kind of the same. You're doing the same thing like you're doing matching with, people with, with, their, tastings, with their tastings. You're yep. giving them the experience and curating the right wines for them to have the perfect experience. It's, it's different. You're dealing with people, but it still comes back to that connection. And caring about the, the matchmaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so wine and people, people and their pets. Very important, good connections. Yep. I want to just give a huge shout out to Jameson and to mm -hmm. 750 Wines and to Monica and Dave Stevens. God, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Lou. Monica. Thanks, Meredith. Oh, thank you what a so pleasure much for, for me to blah, 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 blah about my. Gunner um, yeah. pretty much slept through this yeah, interview, but thank you know. You, Gunner. Look at him. He had a big run this morning. <laughs> oh, sorry. Are we waking you up? Oh, he's. he's <laughs> We'd all him. like to go, go sleep up with him. Curl up with Gunner. Cozy bed with him. Yeah. Thank you so much, Monica. And a shout out to David. We're, we miss him, but um, yes, we'll he says hello. Him.